Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Profit. My name is Wilmer Navarro and I am your host. Today's question, are you a friend of God? I am asking you this question. Do you have a friendship with God? Do you know God as a friend? Do you speak to him like you do to a friend? Do you share secrets with God? Does God share secrets with you? Today's podcast is all about being a friend of God. And today's bullseye scripture is James 2.23. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. We also see another uh, bullseye scripture here in Exodus 33.11. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend and he will return to the camp but his servant Joshua the son of Nun a young man did not depart from the tabernacle I'm sharing these two scriptures today because it's very important to know that you in order for you to become a friend of God you have to have a communication with God as we see here in Exodus 33:11, that Moses will speak to God face to face it was not just um, other people speaking on his behalf. He was having a conversation with God. We're going to go into a scripture, a couple of scriptures here and there, and I have a couple of quotes here, and I'm going to flow as the Spirit of God leads me. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray today that every listener who listens to this today will be impacted. God, I pray there will be conviction. I pray there will be transformation. Uh, there will be restoration with the Father, reconciliation with the Father as well, God. Anybody who has forgotten about Jesus being their friend. I pray, God, that you would draw them in with cords of love today, God. I pray that you will speak to me, God. You'll speak through me, God. And you give me the right words to say what you want me to say. Nothing less or nothing more, God. In Jesus' holy, mighty name. Amen. So I want to share scriptures. A scripture in Proverbs 18, it says that there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Do you have somebody that's closer than a brother? That is Jesus. That is, that is the Holy Spirit. You know that? That he is your friend? So here we go. Exodus 33, 7 through 11. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp. And far from the camp and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. Moses was intentional about meeting God. Second point about having a friendship with God is being intentional. Being intentional, having a conversation with him. Being intentional about seeking his face. Not just in the word, but in prayer, in fasting, in worship, and praise. Moses was intentional here in Exodus 33 verse 7. Verse 8, so it was whenever Moses went out of the tabernacle that all the people rose and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked with Moses. See, when you have a friendship with God, you not only encounter his presence, but his presence comes 
on you. That when you go to a place, you will shift the atmosphere, you will shift with the climate, the spiritual climate, you shift what's going on. If there's a spirit of rage and anger and murder, whatever it is, strife, contention, when the spirit of God comes upon an individual and the presence of God rests on that individual, it shifts. As we see here that the pillar of the cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. That means God's presence was with Moses because Moses was intentional about spending time in the presence of God. Who am I speaking to today? The Lord wants you to be intentional about meeting with God in the secret place when you close the door that nobody sees. Then you who pray in secret, he'll reward you open it, openly. Amen. Verse 10. And all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose and worshipped each man in his tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. As a man speaks to his friend, so he would not return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Moses set an example for the younger generation that was arising, which was Joshua. Joshua lingered in the presence of God. When Moses would leave, Joshua spent time in the presence of God. And Joshua, later on, you find out that Joshua was imparted wisdom through the hands of Moses and God, right? But then you find out that Joshua has strategy. Joshua knew the voice of God. Joshua had encounters with God himself through the angel of the Lord. And he even, he even checked an angel to see if he was for him or against him. Why am I sharing this today? Because when you spend time in the presence of God, you're able to discern what's right from wrong. We are able to know what's of God from what's not of God, what's pure from what's impure, what's light from what's darkness, what's evil from what is good, what's of God and what's good and what's not of God or almost of God. And, and it's very important because we see Moses spoke to God face to face. That means, yes, the Bible says that nobody can see the face of God because they would die, but Moses would speak to God face to face in the sense that God would allow him to speak to him, have a communication with him that the presence of God did not consume him because you know that the presence of God is a consuming fire and God is a jealous God and he will have compassion on whom he will have compassion. But Moses spoke to God face to face. Third point about a friendship with God. Don't be afraid to seek God's face. Seek his face, you shall. Seeking his face is the most important thing that you can do. Seeking his face in the morning, in the afternoon, the night. Don't be afraid to seek the Lord and seek his face where you look into his eyes that are all consuming fire. His hair is like wool. His rope is white dipped in blood and his thighs is king of kings and lord of lords. And he, he's dressed, uh, come on, in royalty. He's come on out of his mouth, comes out a sword. Uh, come on, people of God. Who am I speaking to today? The Lord wants me to tell you. He wants you to seek his face. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah 29 verse uh, 29 13 yes 29 13 or, or jeremiah 33 verse 6 so if you seek the lord with all your heart you will find him but you got to seek him with all your heart another thing about having a friendship with god is seeking god having and it's not just being intentional not just meeting with god not just seeking his face but seeking him seeking his heart seeking his will seeking his counsel seeking his plan seeking his strategy you gotta seek 
Think about it. If you have a you have a friendship with somebody, you gotta build that friendship. You gotta build trust. You gotta build honesty. You gotta you gotta build um you know just trusting the person, be able to communicate vulnerability. Another point about having a friendship with God is vulnerability, where you're open before God. There's nothing hidden before your God, right? He sees all, he hears all, he knows all. So you all you can do is be vulnerable. Some people trust more man than God, and it's a sad thing. And you know why they trust man more than God? Because they don't have a friendship with God. They don't have an intimacy with God. They don't spend time communicating with God. They communicate with man more than God. But the Bible says, curses the man who trusts in the man, but blesses the man who puts their trust in the Lord. You got to put your trust in the Lord. You got to trust in God. Some people trust in chariots and some in men. But our trust is in the, the Lord. Come on, the almighty God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of generations. The God who's with you will never leave you nor forsake you. He is your father, people of God. You have to have a communication. You have to be honest and vulnerable. You got to build a trust. See, many of you don't trust God because you don't communicate with him. Because you don't open up your heart. You go to him at a surface level. You go and ask him for things, but you don't, you don't. Ask him his secrets or what is he saying to you? What is he saying to you about a nation? What is he saying to you about your family, about your brother, your sister, those who might not be saved? What is the Lord giving you? What is the strategy? So you got to have a communication and then God builds a trust with you where he can entrust you. See, God builds a trust with you where he can entrust you because the sovereign Lord does nothing until he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. And the Bible says in John chapter 15, he no longer calls his servants, but he calls his friends because the servant does not know what the master is doing, but the friends know. See, the Lord is trying to take you to a place of friendship where he reveals secrets. In the book of Genesis chapter 19, you see that God was going to uh, release the judgment of Sodom and Gomorrah. And he said, will I hide this from my friend? Avram, Abraham. See, God was sharing with him his heart. The judgment was coming because there was not righteousness in the land, but Abraham stood before God. He said, there's 50 righteous people, 40, 30, 10 righteous people. And the Bible says that Abraham had the attention of God. When Abraham stopped asking God, the attention of God left in that moment. Who am I speaking to today? Some of you, you don't understand. You got to spend a little bit more time in prayer. You got to spend a little more time seeking the face of God. You got to spend a little bit more time because you had the attention of God. God, and God's getting ready to answer you. God's getting ready to give you wisdom and strategy. God's getting ready to, to release a word to you and speak to your very heart, reveal to you through a vision or an impression or a thought or a dream. He's getting ready, but you leave his presence. You see Joshua lingered in the presence of God and you have God's attention. Who am I speaking to tonight? Afternoon, morning, wherever you are at, child, woman, man, whoever you, you're listening to me today. Who am I speaking to today? The Lord wants to entrust some things to you. And some things, one responsibility about being a friend of God, some secrets are between you and God. It's called trust. Some secrets are for you to share with others. Some secrets are for nations. Some secrets are for a, a personal prophecy for an individual. You cannot be a talebearer. 
If God's calling you to friendship with him, you cannot be a tellbearer. You cannot be saying secrets that God is revealing to you or gossiping about somebody because God revealed to you what they're going through. God revealed to you what they're going through so you can pray for them, so you can intercede for them, so you can fast for them. Not to come against your brother, your sister and point the finger. You see, oh, they're not living right. That's not God. God is a God of restoration. Let's go into Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that, that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. I'm going to break some points here. Friendship with God is equal to humility. We see here that Jesus being like God, right? He did not consider robbery being like God, equal to God. He humbled himself to not take no reputation. He became a servant. He became to the likeness of man. He came a human. First thing about being a friend of God, you come to him as a human, as a need. You come to him as a human who is in need of a savior, a human who is in need of a father because he is your father and you are his son and you are his daughter. You come to him as a human and as a servant because Jesus, he was obedient to the point of death, death to the father and he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even to the death of the cross. He was willing to endure. He was willing to go through what he had to go through. And because of that, the Father exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name. The name that you use to pray for the sick. The name that you use to pray for those who are uh, dead and, and, and those who are dead in Christ. The name who, that you use to pray for those who are demon possessed. The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth who came in the flesh. Yeshua HaMashiach. Yeshua Jesus the Messiah. Jesus. That's who I'm talking to you about. The creator of the heavens and the earth. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The name above every name. The name that you call on to be saved. The name that brings you peace. The name that brings you joy. The name that brings you confidence. The name that strengthens you. The name that delivers you. Come on, who am I speaking to today? The name that you can trust. Uh, the name that does not lie. That's the not lie. He does not lie. He is a promise keeper. He's not a man to lie to you, son of man to repent. Who am I speaking to today? The Lord is not a man to lie to you, son of man to repent. If God said he's going to do something, he will do it. Who am I speaking to today? God, don't lie. The Bible says it is impossible for God to lie. Who am I speaking to today? God is not a liar. Another thing I want to share here. Prophecy is a sacrifice 
not selfish ambition. It requires obedience. And the prophecy is for the benefit of others, not you. And why am I sharing about prophecy? Yes, it's about friendship with God. But a friend of God has revealed secrets that he's able to share with other people. Philippians 2, 3, and 4 says, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look not out for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. See, when the Lord calls you to prophesy, it's not about you. It's about others. It's for the benefit of others. Somebody to be encouraged, strengthened, edified, comforted, peace, destiny, breakthrough, direction, instruction, whatever the Lord deliverance, the healing, whatever the Lord's miracles, whatever the Lord's having you to prophesy over the individual, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about your brother and your sister. There's no greater love than for man to lay down his life for his friend. And freely you have received and freely you shall give. A friend of God is here to serve others. Jesus said, I have not come for others to serve me, but I come so I can serve others. Another point, remain humble when prophesying because knowledge puffs up. The Bible says knowledge puffs up, but love builds up in 1 Corinthians 8. God reveals secrets to the humble and pure heart. The Bible says blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Remember purity of heart is position, not performance. It's about being it's about being still, waiting on God. Here I am, Lord. What do you want your servant to do? What do you want your servant to say? Where do you want your servant to go? It's not about performance. It's not about doing something so people can see you. It's not about vengeance or because those who treated you bad. Oh, look, look at me now. Look what I'm, look, look, God's blessing me. Look, God has promoted me. Look at this. No, it's not about you. God gets the glory. No man can glory. It's the Lord who gets the glory. It's not about performance. In the world, when you used to live in the ways of the world, you were known by what you perform, how you perform. You were an actor, but in the things of God, you're not an actor. You're not portraying something. You're not living in hypocrisy. You are who you are in a home and you are who you are outside at the church. Wherever you're at, you're the same person. You are not an actor. You are not a facade. Come on, people of God. You are not portraying something. You are being a son of God. You are holy because he's holy. You're righteous because he's righteous. You are a saint because God calls you a saint. Not because of anything you've done, but because God calls you a saint. You're not a sinner. Because many people say, oh, I'm a sinner. Yes, you're a sinner saved by grace. But the Bible says that you are a saint in Christ Jesus. To be friends with God means you humbly rely on him. Because God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Remember that. If you are humble, then you won't need to be humbled. See, when you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, the Lord will continue to use you. There's people, there's men and women of God who God uses greatly. And the power and that authority and that dominion and that influence and that grace that God placed upon them gets to their head. But you have to humble yourself. 
every time God uses you, go low, go into his presence, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, humble yourself before your creator, the one who empowered you, the one who blessed you, give all your gifts back to the Lord, give every talent back to the Lord, give it back to the Lord, and make it a, 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 a alabaster box broken before his presence, break, it could be a sweet fragrance unto him, be a living sacrifice unto him, holding a acceptable, come on, hallelujah, for the Lord, so you could be a vessel of honor, fit for the master's use, who am I speaking to today, you are one with the spirit of God, you are the Lord at one, but you must remain in humility, if the Lord uses you in prophecy, humble yourself, if the Lord uses you in word of knowledge, word of wisdom, in healing, creating miracles, interpretation, tongues, speaking in tongues, discernment, spirits, the gift of miracles, whatever the Lord uses you in, in the gift of faith, remember it's God who gave it to you it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit it's not by your might it's not by the power of man but by the spirit of the living God friendship with God is agreement with God Amos 3 3 says can two walk together unless they are agreed James 2 23 says and the scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credit to him as righteousness and he was called God's friend you see agreement with God is friendship why because Abraham believed God, Abraham agreed with God, and it was credit to him. He called him, God called him a friend of God. And you have to walk in agreement because you cannot be a friend of somebody who, 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 who you don't trust, a person who lies to you. You cannot be a friend of somebody who betrays you, a person who backstabs you. You cannot be a friend of somebody who speaks bad about you behind your back because God sees it all. Come on, the Bible says, how can you love God who you do not see but hate your brother who you see? How can you bless with your mouth and curse your brother, right? How can you bless God with your mouth and curse your brother with your, your mouth? It's, 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 it's hypocrisy. It's, it's, it's a polluted well. You spring up blessings, but then the cursings come out of your mouth. It can't be, people of God. We got to grow. We got to grow. We got to mature. Agree with God's message so you can share it, and he will trust you with more. Agree with the little God gives to you. Agree, sometimes God might give you a word. God might give you a simple instruction. And as you agree with him, he's going to be able to share more things with you, God. Come on. When lions roar, it paralyzes their enemies. Prophecy when God speaks. Amos 3 and 8 says, the lion has roared, who can but prophesy? God has spoken, who shall not fear? When a lion roars, a lion is not known by his mane. A lion is not known by his teeth. A lion is known by his roar. That when a lion roars... His enemies are paralyzed. That is in the natural, but so it is in the kingdom of God. That as we roar, as we prophesy, as we decree, we declare, we proclaim, we prophesy, we speak the word, the sure, undeniable word of the Lord, the true word of the Lord that came from the throne of heaven, that came from eternity. Devils tremble. They believe. Come on. They tremble and they believe. God. But people don't understand that we cannot be these people who have vain words. Because anybody who has vanity in their words, that the words don't carry a weight, a conviction, a fear, a transformation, a challenge in their walk with God. It's, it's dangerous, the Bible says in the book of Ephesians. These, these people are children of disobedience. And it says, do not partake with them. If the words are empty and vain, they carry no weight. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't carry no substance. See, when you speak, you speak by faith. You speak as an oracle of God, like 
First uh, Peter 4 11 says, if anyone speak, let us speak as an oracle of God. You speak with a conviction. You speak with a knowing. You speak by faith. You walk by faith and not by sight. And you walk in a faith that's activated by love or works by love. Everything that is not in faith is sin. Hear that again. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. But he is a rewarder of those who seek him diligently. Words have to be released and words have to be restrained. Like I said earlier, there's some things you can release, but some things God has you to pray about in secret. God is building up on that word. God's revealing deeper things. God's giving you greater strategy. The Bible says the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings to search out a matter. Amen. So you must have an agreement plus the faith, which is by works, the interaction, which equals friendship with God. Because you see that with Abraham. Abraham had faith in God, but he walked it out. He believed God. He did the works part. Faith plus works equals friendship with God. Obedience, right? Interaction. Obedience equals friendship with God. Who am I speaking to today? The Lord is speaking today. People of God. I'm at 24 minutes and 50 seconds. God is calling you to friendship. For I hear the Lord say, draw near to me and I will draw near to me. Submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. I hear the Lord say, I'm calling you into a place of intimacy. I'm calling you to a place that you look into me and I look into thee. I look into you. I look into your heart. I'm calling you to a place so you could get to know me as your friend. So I can reveal secrets to you. So I can reveal to you mysteries. I can reveal things that are to come. I can reveal to you things that you can pray about. You can intercede and you can warn God's people. I'm calling you to a place of getting to know me as your friend. Yes, the Holy Spirit is an ever-present help in a time of need. He's a wonderful counselor and it's the Prince of Peace. I am with you. I said I will leave you a helper. I said you will not be alone. I've given you what you need. It is within you. The kingdom of God is within. It's not external. It's not by what you see. It's internal. It's within you. So you must release it and greatest use in you that he is in the world and that God is for you that who can be against you? Friendship with God requires humility. Friendship with God requires obedience. Friendship with God requires time. Are you willing to spend time with God? Five minutes, 10 minutes, hours? See, when you, I talked about this in the last podcast, that when you spend time in the presence of God, you get to a point that you forget about time. It's like you enter eternity and you forget about time. You forget about your bills. You forget about worrying about this and these cares and everything because you just want to be with God. And that's what happened with, with Joshua. He lingered in the presence of God. That's what happened with Samuel. Samuel was in the presence of God where he learned to hear the voice of God. See, it's when you have a friendship with God, that you get to learn and hear the voice of God. You get to discern the voice of God because when you build a great friendship with your friend, People can talk bad about your friend, but you know who they are personally. Who am I speaking to today? The Lord, if you have a friendship with God, no matter if somebody talks about, talks, tries to talk to you bad about God, you know God. And many people believe in God. Many people hear about God. Many people have faith in God, but not a lot of people know their God.
The Bible says in the book of Daniel that those who know their God will be strong and they'll do great exploits. And the Lord is really trying to take the body of Christ to a place of knowing him in intimacy, but knowing him where nothing shakes your faith and you're strong in him. No matter the chaos, no matter the storms, you know who you are in God and you're able to do great exploits, signs, wonders, and miracles will follow you. And you know that God's going to provide every one of your needs because he said my God will supply all your needs according to which is in glory. And God is more than able to exceedingly abundantly. You could think you're imagined in Christ Jesus for the church. God has not forgotten about his ecclesia. And God is calling many to friendship with him. And it requires obedience and it requires faith and it requires you laying down your life. It requires you spending time with God. It requires a sacrifice with an obedience. And it requires love. Many of you don't love God. Oh my gosh, the Lord's speaking today. You say you love God. You praise Him with your lips, but your hearts are far from Him. Love is demonstrated with actions. Love. Look throughout the Bible. You don't hear Jesus tell His disciples, I love you. But it's action on the cross said, I love you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You have to believe because if you don't believe, Bible says you already are condemned. You have to believe. I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but the Lord wants me to tell you this today before I end this podcast. I'm at minute 29, 17. The Lord is telling you today You have to know that I love you. I love you. I died for you. I gave my life for you. It's time I'm calling you to me into a friendship, not religiosity, not you've heard about me through other people. You experienced me through other people. No, I want you to encounter me because I love you with an eternal love. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to today's Marksman Prophet. My name is Wilmer Navarro. Until next time, bye-bye.